we're going to hear from six of our core leaders. These are people that have been serving on the leadership team here at UDA for, gosh, everything. Every one of them, I think, has been serving for over a year now, which is crazy to think. But um, each one of them has a really just unique story and the things that they've walked through. And so I invited them to come share tonight because I want you guys to be able to get to know them not only as, you know, the people that you see doing different things on Thursdays, but just them as people and get to hear from the things that they've experienced and the things that God has taught them. So kind of how tonight will work, each one of them is going to speak for five minutes and I'm going to kind of help keep them on track in the back. So if you see them looking at me, it's just because I'm giving them a two minute warning. But um, each one will share, we'll just kind of go down the line and they'll just speak one, one right after the other. So I would really, really encourage you Every single one of them has something awesome to share and something that they've learned. I would encourage you to take notes tonight. If you've got a notebook, your phone, or whatever you have with you, you're going to get a lot out of tonight, and so just really excited. So I'm going to kind of introduce them real quick, and then I'll let them jump in and speak. So first, we have Alyssa. Alyssa, you've heard from several times. She is one of our interns that's been with Real Interns or Leadership Institute for the past year. Um, and so she's going to be one of our speakers tonight. And then we have Danielle. And Danielle, I lied. Danielle, you've been on our team for like six months. Yeah. yeah. She's newer. She's our newbie of the bunch. But Danielle's awesome. She is my personal stylist, and I owe all of my good looks to her. So if you ever need your hair done and learn how to dress, just talk to her. She's awesome. hey yo. Then we have got Anthony. Anthony's awesome. He's been a part of our team for a while, and he's, we call him the resident grown-up because he's got the most grown-up job <laughs> out of us all and basically knows everything about everything. So he's awesome. And then Matt has been on our team, gosh, from the beginning, which is crazy. He's probably been on the team the longest. Um, he's awesome. Matt is doing such cool things and um, has really experienced a lot, so I'm excited for you guys to get to hear his story. And then we've got... Taylor Barbata, she has many nicknames, Leader Tay, Barabbas, Barnabas, Barb, Taylor B, Sugar Free, I could go on and on and on, but Taylor's awesome, <laughs> I'm just going to keep going, some of you may know her as Transparent Tay, and she's going to be transparent tonight with you all, so I'm excited to hear her, and then last but not least, we have Michaela which is our other intern, and Michaela's been with us for a long time as well, and just doing a great job, killing it at life. So, yeah, without further ado, I don't want to take any more of their time, so I'm going to let Alyssa kick us off, and we're just going to go through it. Cool. Hey, guys. So my name is Alyssa, and I'm so excited to share tonight. And before I get started, I just want to encourage everyone. We're going to be sharing different parts of our story that we have kind of struggled with and different things that we've gone through. So I really just want to encourage everyone to just press in a little bit, lean in, and just hear different stories and different perspectives on life. So I'm going to start and kind of share something that I really struggled with. And it's going to start in high school because I feel like 
most of the certain areas of crap of our life start in high school. So I went to an, I did go to an awesome high school, and it was from 10th through 12th grade. So they split up the high school and the junior high. So I was in junior high in 8th and 9th grade. So my freshman year wasn't really like a freshman year. How everyone's like, oh, how was it? It's horrible. You're the newbie. We were actually kind of the oldest. And then we moved to the new high school. And as I got into my new high school as a sophomore, I noticed there were so many different like programs and different clubs and different opportunities that I didn't have in junior high. So I kind of really pushed myself out of my box and I signed up for some like advanced placement classes, which was really fun, but not being an advanced placement student the past couple years in junior high, that was something that I kind of always struggled with. Academics, I really loved different extracurricular activities. Fun fact about me, but I uh, took some about advanced placement classes, and then I found a bunch of different clubs that I loved to be a part of. So I started joining those and seeing how I could gain different leadership responsibilities and just be more involved. And as I started, um, you know, becoming this little ambitious um, high school student, I kind of fell in love with the idea of being known within my high school and almost in a selfish way, having people know my name, know who I was and what I was doing. And some of that was for good because I really felt like I could impact people's lives or you know, walk through different areas of life with them. But then it kind of turned to a different situation that wasn't something that I predicted to happen. I fell in love with the idea of being heard and always being busy. I loved the feeling of being busy, doing different things, having meetings all like having meetings before school, going to school, doing my advanced placement classes, which sucked. Like who want like why did I even do that? Taking a harder class that I didn't get a better grade in that dropped my GPA, but I decided to and signed up and didn't want to drop them because I was so stuck up about not dropping a class. Okay, that's a side note. But within all of this like busyness in just being a, such a small high school student, I stopped like sleeping as much because I was so I was going like day in and day out at a pace that I probably shouldn't have been going. Um, so it kind of got to a point where I had a couple almost really really intense crazy weeks in the spring of my sophomore year, and as I was going through those, I I kind of stopped sleeping even more than just my schedule allowed because I had to do all my homework and I had to plan for different events that I was hosting. And then I still had to try to maintain like my social life and my sanity. And then I unconsciously like stopped eating and stopped, I just physically could not eat food. And as my sleeping was crashing and my diet was crashing, I crashed too. And my, at the end of my sophomore year, I had experienced something that I never experienced before and it was a manic panic attack. And this is something that I, never had signs of before until the end of my sophomore year. And as I kind of had that valley in my life, it brought me to a long road of recovery, of finding out what God really had for me. But through the recovery process of finding myself to become whole again and be fully present in every single situation and not thriving off of being busy and going from the next thing to the next thing, I knew that God was with me the entire time and he was walking with me and I had to believe in that. So I'm going to read out of Psalms 139 and it says, in verse 23 it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. 
Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. So coming down from this experience kind of almost wrecked me a little bit. I started asking the question, why God? Why me? Why did this happen to me? And then almost how did this happen to me? How did I let myself get to a point where I really had to kind of go back to square one? And as I was saying why all the time, I decided to shift my perspective because the why was just leaving me to a bunch of dead ends. I decided to shift my perspective to what instead of, and with, with the question what is something that you can take, a, you can take away something from the question what. So I said, what God, God, what do you have for me? What can I do to make a change in my life, to make a change in other people's lives? And I love in that verse that it says that God leads us on the path of everlasting life. So I said, Jesus, like, what do you have for me that I can lead what you have placed in my life and the, the, the things that you've already placed before me that I can just follow you? And in the beginning of Psalms 139, it says, you've examined my heart and know everything about me. And as I was just going through this experience, I had to fall on. God already had this in my plan, and he had the recovery in my plan in my life, and I had to trust in that. And I knew that he had examined everything in my heart, and he knew everything about me. So what I, what I want you guys to take away from this five-minute short story of my life is that God knows you. He knows the things that you're going to go through. He knows the valleys and the dark things because those will happen. You will go through hard times. Following Jesus doesn't promise a perfect life, but it promise, promises an everlasting life. It promises a life that you can believe in, a life that you can live for Jesus. And it promises that he goes before you and he knows the things of your life. And all you have to do is just trust in him and lean not on your own understanding and he will be there with you. So like Brittany said before, my name's Danielle, and um, I'm going to be sharing um, just one word with you guys today that has impacted my life within the last year or so. So it's a word that's very, very common. We hear it all the time, but it's so underrated, Um, but it has the power to change our lives. This word is community. Um, as I was preparing for this, I just Googled as to what community actually stands for. And it says, um, a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. So that's Webster's Dictionary of Community. And um, one way that the Bible describes community can be found in Ecclesiastes 4.12. And it says, two people are better off than one. For they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. But two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better. For a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So kind of my story is that... um, I've always been very independent. Um, Do it how I wanted, when I wanted, everything. Which it's okay to do that, but I became this way to a fault. Um, I built up a lot of walls to keep a lot of people out. I didn't want anybody to come in. 
and ruin what I, have, I had created for myself. And I wanted to keep myself and my feelings safe. I began to isolate myself. Day after day, I'd come home from work, go to my room, stay in my room, wake up, go back to work, day after day. I began to tell myself that I was alone and that nobody cared about me. It, was, it became a very deep and dark path. I, like I said, I was alone all the time. Um, I didn't like this about myself, but I didn't know how to change it. All I knew is that I had told myself that nobody cared. One day, I couldn't tell you why, couldn't tell you when, don't know how it happened, but something clicked and something told me, hey, this needs to change and it needs to change now. Um, and it was later looking back on it, it was God knocking on those walls saying, hey, you need to let me in and you need to let other people in too. So as that kind of happened, I became more involved here. Um, I started trying to build friendships, put myself in wherever I could, um, which is so not like me. I'm very reserved. <laughs> so um, it's, it's just become a, a, really, a really good thing. I've been able to, um, you know, it has been easy, but with the help of God, I've been able to let people in that I would have never thought before. Um, I'm letting people pass those walls and really seeing me and seeing me for who I am. So really, from this, what I want you guys to take away from this and what I constantly have to tell myself is that having the right community can change our lives. Yeah. Being in a place like this where we're all uh, like-minded, we all have the same interests and we all have the same end goals is something that's really, really powerful. Yeah. And I've seen that in my life. Also, community pulls our talents and aspirations of, uh, out of us, mm -hmm. something that we never knew. For me, it was, I didn't know that I needed people. I thought I could do it by myself, but that's not true. And then, last but not least, is we can't just sit around and wait for it to happen because it's not going to. Right. We need to go out and search for it, and we need to continue to push through. If you have those walls built up, do something different. Ask somebody to coffee. You know, just just do something out of your norm. And then I did want to end this by saying thank you to everybody out here for being part of my community. I'm setting my little timer here. They told me I got five minutes. Okay, here we go. Hello, I'm Anthony. Okay, I'm no, just kidding. Hey, um, uh, no, so, so for my thing, like, have you ever been in a situation where you're at work and that one person's life goal is just to kind of, like, make your life difficult? <laughs> it's like every day at Microsoft for me. Um, actually, yesterday, no, like, no joke, we had this, uh, this tweet. So I work in recruiting and stuff, trying to recruit people like you guys to come work at Microsoft, and we got this, this, this like, tweet thing that says, like, Hey, do you want to meet your bae? Come, like, I'll be an intern at Microsoft. You know, like, you're just like, that's, that's, not, that's not how you do it, man. <laughs> that's, that's, 
So, um, but but it's 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 that type of thing that I'm like dealing with on a day in and day out, right? Um, and it's it, it makes it difficult, right? It makes it difficult for me uh, to love the recruiter that put that out there, right? Um, <laughs> uh, you're making our jobs very difficult. Um, but uh, but but it's also something where, um, for me, it's 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 that type of lifestyle where. Because I then need to walk into that work environment and, and face day in and day out, right? Um, it's 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 a challenge and it's 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 difficult. Um, but I think something that I've personally learned is in that is that I have the tools and the availability to go into work and to land something every single day. It's it's this idea of purpose and 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 my purpose being. I want to love others better than how they they have loved me, right? Yeah. And and it's 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 hard. <laughs> it takes work, yeah. it takes some effort, it takes some prayer, right? But there's this 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 moment where when people see that, when they break down their walls, when they come together and realize like, wow, like there's something strange about you, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, man, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's grab some coffee, you know? And and you're like, hey, man, like. Jesus, <laughs> you know, and, and, and like sometimes it doesn't resonate too well, but then living that out resonates even better, right, you know, and there's, so I've, I've tried the Jesus approach, you know, didn't work out too well, but what has worked out well for me is saying, you know, like this is how I'm just going to live my life. I'm going to be kind to people. I'm going to serve people. I'm going to love people. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to encourage someone to choose a different path and and and, and to really think about like what they're writing down, what they're saying, how they're showing and how they're sharing their emotions, right? Those type of things. And 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 thus from there it can point us towards the direction of knowing and understanding and loving God even more. Um, and, and that's 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 pretty much what my job is. Uh, what my real job title is is is, is really about um, marketing, and and it's it, it's it's something about creating a, this story. And it's so cool because as as I've ended up in this field of marketing, God has written a, written sorry a story in my life, um, one that's been very very impactful. One that I then get to share. Um, for me personally, I know like I was born one pound four ounces, ten inches long. And I stopped breathing for 14 minutes, um, so I was dead, right? Um, try holding your breath for 14 minutes. Good luck. <laughs> and uh, uh, what's w- w- cool about that is is that this this story then gets to be the banner over my life that then I get to share with others. And and that that love then going back to that purpose of loving others more than they could love me, right? I have to realize that like. My love comes from the Father who first loved me because he gave me life, you know. And I, I, don't, I don't have to fear the fact that someone's going to think differently about me or whatever the case may be. I just get the opportunity to love back, right, what God has already placed into me to love others with. And, and uh, I'm going back to marketing, what's really cool is that, like, that's the start of my story, and God is the author and finisher of my story. So I'm just excited to see how he's going to market my story to be something even better, even at Microsoft. So that's all I got. Look, my thing didn't even go off yet. Hey, everybody. I'm, I'm Matt. And uh, tonight I'm going to give you a quick thought on um, how quickly life can change. So about five months ago, uh, my life was on track. I uh, working full time, a couple side jobs, uh, enjoying life in general. And uh, so it all started on a Sunday night. I walked into... Uh, my living room, and uh, I saw my mom crying, 
and uh, I honestly thought somebody died or um, there was a, a bad accident or something like that. And then um, the next thing I know, I saw my dad and he was, he was crying too. And uh, after, uh, it was a change of management at my dad's work. So after 29 years, uh, they let him go. They provided housing, so we had to move. Um, so basically the whole, my consistent life that I was like used to uh, for the last 22 years, uh, got all, it got changed. Uh, so, through, um, man, sorry. So dealing with all the moving process, uh, praying to God for clarity, and uh, the song I'll Keep On by NF helped a lot. Uh, just kept singing that. And uh, there was just a lot of things that I had to work through, through all that. And a verse that's really, really good is Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. Faith is the confidence we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about the things we can't see. Through the faith, the people in the days of the old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. From anything that we cannot be seen. So basically saying that what we can't see, God has a plan. And God is just so awesome through all of this. And I, my friendships grew and I had a ton of people helping, and it just doors opened up. My grandparents offered a place for us to stay, and uh, my parents are buying a house. And uh, through all this, God was faithful and provided. And so my the message I have for you guys is God is there, and he is faithful, and he will provide. And to just, uh, just keep going and uh, don't give up. Hey guys, I'm Taylor. Um, that's what I'm going to go by, Taylor. Um, <laughs> so for me, as I was thinking and preparing and praying and, you know, all the things you do, um, I was thinking of a verse, and it's funny because the verse that we've been kind of as our theme verse for names and stories, um, Revelation 12, 11, I didn't grab my glasses, crap. Uh, you really can't read that? No, I had surgery, remember? Okay. Anyways, um, so it says they triumphed over him, which is Satan or the devil, by the blood of the lamb, which would be Jesus, um, and by the word of their testimony. Um, testimony, I feel like we hear that a lot in church. I mean, it's out in the real world, but testimony, I feel like we hear it and we're like, oh, it has to be this super drastic thing. But really, I mean, a short word for it would just be your story, like names and stories. How funny. Um, so... For me, um, this past year, especially in my life, I have um, just gone through what seems like hell. Um, it's been really hard and really difficult, and I've had to deal with things that I have just realized that from my childhood, I've just they've come up, and I've just pushed them back down and just decided not to deal with them. And I've gotten really good at it, um, which I didn't realize. They'd come up for like a day, it'd be the worst day ever, and then, you know, you just somehow, I don't know, just got good at it, ignoring it and walking away from it. Well, this year, um, and I honestly believe, like Danielle was talking about community, I honestly believe that these couple things in my life came up um, to the point where I couldn't ignore them anymore because I've been so rooted in this community um, of UDY, of real life, just of a lot of people that are in this room, um, because I honestly don't think I would have been able to 
keep going through them um, without the people in my corner and in my life. Um, and through all of that, all of these things this last year, um, I was just dealing with some really serious things. And um, uh, yeah, and so that kind of led me to going to see a counselor. Um, and I went and saw her for a few times, and she loved the Lord, which was awesome because I got to bounce that part off of her. Um, and some something that she told me that has just really stuck with me. Um, like I remember kind of what we talked about, and I've moved on and I've healed from a lot of it, but something that she said to me really kind of changed my perspective on life and just kind of how to navigate through life that is really rough at times. Um, and she said, so I was kind of trying to explain to her what was going on without actually saying it. And she kind of stopped me and was like, so what are you actually trying to say? And I was like, well, I don't really know how to say it, you know, because I had never, besides one other person, I had never brought this up with anybody before. Um, and she looked at me and, and I told her, I said, if I say it out loud, that's claiming who I am and I'm claiming that that's my identity and that's why I don't want to talk about it because I don't want that to be who I am. And she looked at me and she said, talking about your struggles doesn't mean that you're claiming that that's who you are. Um, it's acknowledging what's actually going on and allowing God to bring healing to those areas. Um, and I kind of just looked at her and was just like, I mean, you get paid to do this, but wow, like that was really good. Like, whoa, okay. Um, and then from that, it was just kind of like light bulbs just kind of started coming on in different areas. And, um, you know, I didn't go to 10 of my friends and tell them what I was dealing with specifically. Um, I still have really to this day only talked about it with her and one other person. And that's okay. You don't need to put all of your dirty laundry on the internet. Um, but something I've really learned and found freedom in is being transparent, which is where my blog name, Transparent Tay, comes from. Um, but just being open and honest, like I said, not with every specific detail, but just, you know, like I don't feel like enough people stand up in front of a church or at school or in your family or whatever and say, you know, life with Jesus is hard, you know, life in general is hard. It's awesome, but it can be really hard. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that you can really walk through some really dark times um, and still walk with Jesus. And that doesn't mean that it's going to just be better right away. Um, but that with him, you can get through anything. And that's something that I've really learned, and I'm so thankful that I've had to kind of push through that this year and really deal with those things because it's made me a completely different person, and I'm so excited about the future that God has because I know that I'm a totally different person um, when different things arise. Um, and so for me, um, being transparent kind of came up in three areas of my life. Um, I guess three different people, and the first one was with myself. Um, I had to be honest and open and transparent about yes, this is not who you are, but like, this is what you're dealing with. And these are consequences or, you know, things that come from things that you chose to do or things that happened to you in the past. Um, and so for me to finally realize that and deal with it, um, it allowed me to start the process of moving on and moving towards healing um, and the journey that that was. And the second was being transparent and open and honest with God. Um, it sounds so funny. I talk to so many people and they're like, you know, well, God already knows. So why do I need to like tell him? And I have that mindset all the time. Um, but through this, I really realized, yes, God knows everything he's got. He knows more than I even probably know about myself. But there's just something so beautiful and so personal about 
being open and completely honest with the one who created your soul and knows everything about you and can help bring light in those areas that you didn't even know that you needed. Um, and the last person or people was just being transparent and open and honest with other people. Um, like I said, I've only talked to two people about it and it might be like the rest of my life. I don't know. Um, but because I went to a friend who I trusted and knew wasn't going to go and talk about it and was going to encourage me to pursue um, healing in that area. She's the one that pointed me to, hey, this is kind of bigger than the two of us. Maybe you need to go talk to somebody. And I'm so thankful that I kind of got over that awkward barrier of telling a stranger all of my dirty laundry. Um, but it it has just transformed my life. And from that, I've been able to share my story and just different parts of my story just by being honest and open about my testimony and my story and I've just seen so much freedom and growth in my life and I've seen it in other people's lives because God really showed me in this last year to just be open and to just put it out there because you know people are going to find freedom and healing and hope from that so I would just encourage you guys to be open you know you don't have to share every detail but this is an amazing place to do that and literally will transform your life so Cool. Hey, I'm last. Um, I'm Michaela, and I am, like, really privileged just to be up here. You guys all killed it, and, um, yeah, I'm really nervous now, so, but good job, everyone. It's not, you know, it's not easy for them to, like, share intimate parts of their life, and even, like, just saying even things that seem small in front of a large group is difficult, so um, just kudos to everyone, but, um couple things about me. I, um, what's, I like always think of these like weird, like what are like interesting things about me? Like whenever people do like group, like everyone introduce yourself and tell us one thing about you. Like here are mine. I love tomatoes. Like I eat tomatoes like apples. Like I love tomatoes. Like I know, I know it's weird. That's why I'm sharing it. I'm trying to like loosen it up. Like I hope you guys feel comfortable. I have really big feet. Like you think you have big feet, you're, you don't. So um, come talk. Girls, if you want me to like tell you some good stores to hit up, I got you. Like I went, worked at Nike. Don't go there. They don't even, they don't even, don't try. Um, even, even as an employee, like you can't get the hookup. It doesn't exist. So um, other weird things, I don't know. There's a lot, but um, I played volleyball like all growing up like it was my deal like it was my deal I found everything in it is stupid um, yeah it's dumb but if you want to talk about sports let's do that um and I teach preschool now kind of I'm like I don't really have the real authority of like being a preschool teacher but like I can say that and people are like oh you have a real job I'm like yeah but I don't but it's really fun I work with Nikki today um this little kid he's super funny he <laughs> Like, when he first started going to our school, he's, like, a bully, and he, like, punched other kids, like, a lot, like, and we were, like, really worried about him, and the, all the other kids would be, like, he's not here today, and we're, they're, like, yes, and we were, like, oh, no, like, that can't happen, they were, like, super happy, like, if you'd be gone, so sad, now, he's, like, reformed, he's, like, a reformed bad boy, like, he, like, woke up from his nap, and he, like, came over and, like, wrapped his arms around me and was just, like, delirious, and it was really cute, and I was, like, I was, like, buddy, like, wake up, come on, like, gotta eat our snack, like, and he's, like, I just, uh, like, just super tired, and I'm like, are you, I was like, are you sleepy, and he's like, no, like, are you angry, no, like, just being, like, a little sass, and I'm like, I was like, well, what are you feeling, man, like, try and get him in touch with his feelings, he's like, I feel, <laughs> I, I feel, I feel nothing, 
so funny. And I was like, honestly, I relate. Like, yeah, like when I woke up this morning to come here, I felt nothing. Like, but um, it is like so bad. But yeah, reformed bad boy. Love him. But um, one, like I touched on volleyball. Like, so growing up for me, I grew up in Maple Valley. Like, love the MB. Um, very stereotypical as stereotypical could be childhood like lived in the like typical Belmont Woods heyo moved to Maple Woods like everyone knows the neighborhoods go to Homa like love the Bears super white family middle upper class like pretty generic like went to church it was great and um, but it was interesting because and now that I work with young kids, like preschool, these like school age families, but then also doing like young life working with like middle school students. It's really interesting how you can see in the culture of like a place like Maple Valley um, that even though there's that mask of like perfection, that people really are families, like students are really striving just for acceptance. Um, and there's this whole drive for perfection and performance um, that you really, it's like this endless wheel and you can't achieve. Um, so that's kind of what my story is about. So starting from being young, I have my family. It's like parents are married, have one older sister. We are pretty close in age, so we were like close enough we could share clothes, but like far enough apart we had different friends, so it was good. Um, we're like best buds, um, but growing up it was our like stereotypes, which this always makes me so sad when I hear parents do this. Like they're like, oh yeah, this is my smart kid. I'm like you're a jerk. Like, or this is my, this is like the pretty daughter. And they like say it behind their back. I'm like, ooh, that's rough. Like, that sucks. Like, because one day your kid's going to hear you say that. Just FYI. Like, hurts my heart. But um, growing up, like, my sister and I definitely had that stereotype. And it took me, like, like Taylor was talking about, it's like, you feel like, oh, I can't verbalize this. Like, I'm owning it. Like, then I'm saying this is who I am, which is not true. But you're acknowledging, like, it's what you felt at one time kind of thing. And so growing up, it was like my sister's personality, super outgoing, didn't really care if anyone like, didn't care about the cliques or whatnot. She was friends with everyone. Everyone kind of was friends with her. And she was just this bubbly girl and had like lots of boyfriends and like, she was cool. And she was the pretty sister. Like that was like the thing. And I was super driven and I spoke my mind and I was really good at sports and I knew I was gonna get a scholarship. And I was like, the smart sister and it's okay you can laugh it's funny and um but it was just kind of one of those things that at first it was like oh no it's fine like I'm like I I'm, I was confident and like I was like it's not like she can be labeled as one thing I can be labeled as another thing we don't have to like own our labels like but like after all these years it ate away like it chipped and I felt this kind of negativity of like no one's gonna tell me who I am, like that kind of pressure. But it's like in wanting to defy the norm and defy the label that like my parents unknowingly put on me or other people or teachers or whoever, um, I actually just grew to be kind of this competitive, like comparing person. And so it's really interesting now because um, I can kind of see the like flip side and totally how God worked it. And it's like, now like doing young life and working with like young girls like it's just funny to me because one of the huge things like a lot of girls can attest to going through is like a huge comparison thing in like middle school of like 
just wanting to be cool and pretty and awesome and whatever. Like, and it's just funny watching these girls go through it because I wanted to be such the opposite, but that's exactly what I was. And like, I'll read this verse in Philippians 2. It's verse 3. Um, it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And it was interesting. I felt this, like, animosity toward my sister, or I felt animosity, honestly, toward anyone who I saw as more valuable than myself. Like, this girl's prettier than me. Like, this girl is better at volleyball than me. She's taller than me. She can jump higher than me. And I'm a Christian. I'm going to be really nice to her. But deep down inside, I freaking hate her. Like, that was honestly my attitude. And it's really sad because all that does is keep you on the wheel of trying to earn love, trying to earn, um, to have accomplishments that are going to get you closer to perfection. And, you know, it's so interesting, like thinking I knew Jesus and thinking that I was following after this God that I knew didn't want our perfection. And yet that's in the back of my head. That's exactly what I was doing. I was like, being so happy and so fake, honestly, in front of everyone. I'm BFFs with everyone. And in reality, I was just putting other people down in my mind because I really felt like they were doing it to me, like this whole weird psychology. Like, and really, it's like if we just read this verse, like do nothing out of selfish ambition. That in itself is like such a reality check to me every day. Like what am I doing each day that's out of selfish ambition? I'm doing it solely for myself. Um, I want to go here and do this thing, so I'm going to text these people. And if they disagree, then we're not going. Like, I'm doing I want it my way. This is what I want to do. And even just checking myself in the daily things, I think it has totally reconstructed how I look at other people, um, how I look at my family, my sister, all these things. And then to think about when you get on the level of knowing people's stories, hearing a little bit of their testimony, like even like baby bit, like if you guys want to get into more comparison stories, I have a ton for you about how much of a jerk I am. But if like even getting to know like little tiny baby bit of people's stories lets you in just that little bit so that you can let down that selfish ambition, let down that vain conceit and start to do things out of the best interest of others um, instead of just trying to compare yourself and to win essentially. And so that's kind of what I, small part of like what I've walked through growing up being an MV kid. And yeah, thank you guys for being here. Yeah, I hope you guys got something out of tonight. I love, I mean, I know each and every one of them, but so cool to hear different parts of their stories again. And um, you know, the, really the whole heart behind this series, and I'm so excited that we get to do this, do this this summer because your story is so powerful, and everybody has a story. Everybody's story looks different than, than the next person's, and we just really want to encourage you that wherever you're at, whatever mistakes you may have made in the past, whatever your life looks like currently, whatever you're frustrated about, God wants to use you and your story right where you're at. Even in the midst of those frustrations, you know, as you heard several of them share tonight, how God used them in the midst of their struggle and just the temptation or just the frustration that they were feeling. And so I hope you guys leave encouraged with that tonight and just knowing that wherever you're at, God's with you 
and he wants to use you to impact the people around you. So we're going to pray. We'll be done for tonight. God, I just thank you so much for every single one of these leaders up here that shared a part of their story. God, I just thank you so much for their courage. God, it's not easy to get up in front of your peers and be honest and be transparent and just be real about where you have been. But God, I just pray that the little pieces of wisdom that they shared tonight would go a long way. God, that they would plant seeds that every single person here tonight would leave feeling just inspired and encouraged about where they're at and how God wants to use them. And God, we just thank you so much that you never give up on us. God, that no matter what we do, no matter the dumb things that we say, God, you are always by our side and you're always ready to pick us up when we fall down and help us continue to move forward. God, so we just thank you so much for this community and what you're doing in each and every one of our lives, God. In your name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, we'll see you next week.